Are you ready for the truth? You can't handle the truth. All you'll get is the truth here on We the People with Rodney Nesmith as we go over news and politics all from a Christian perspective. Now here's your host, Rodney Nesmith. Good evening, everybody. This is Rodney, your host of the We the People podcast. And man, we've got a great guest for you tonight. His name is Tim Rivers. He is the author of the American Gulag Chronicles. Part one is called Letters from Prison. And this is all about J6 and the people that are being imprisoned for happening to be at the Capitol on that day. So, Tim, thank you for being on We the People tonight. Man, I want to dive right into this book and and everything you want to share. Thanks, Roddy. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of things are happening right now. You know, I'm, I'm thinking you look around you, it's like you're not sure, you know, which tornado to watch. Is it the election? Mm. Is it the border? Is it January 6th? Is it the courts? It's, there's a lot going on right now. But um, mm-hmm. in the J6 community, we've kind of moved into another phase. You know, in the beginning, it was all about uh, trying to prove the uh the falsities of the narrative that you're hearing from mainstream media and J6. Right. We've moved beyond that. The courts in DC have had their way. You got a 98% conviction rating, no matter what you do, they want to send you, send you to jail. And, uh, and now we're into this phase of, um, of survival, of perseverance, of sustaining mm-hmm. them and their families. It's a very different thing than what we did in, in the first couple of years. So, um, we need more more people to get involved now because the truth is finally out. Yeah, and let's face it, we've seen enough videos. If you've been paying attention, we've seen enough of the video footage to realize that this is not what the ma- media made it out to be, and it's not whatever you know the pundits make it out to be. Like the oh, the worst thing since nine eleven or Pearl Harbor. Give me a break. Are you kidding me right now? Thousands of people lost their lives in those events. How many yeah. lost their lives in this one? Oh, that's right. Ashley Babbitt. Well, there were five people that died, yeah. if you count Officer Sicknick, the following day. The following um, day. And he did not die from the event, but he did die from causes, possibly from the stress of the event brought on his stroke. Right. But Ashley Babbitt was murdered by, yes, she was. You know, by, by Michael Byrd. And then we also have Roseanne Boylan, who was beat to death by Lila Morris. Interesting. That's today, right. That's right. Lila Morris was in court today in the in the case of Luke Coffey. Luke Coffey tried to rescue Lila Morris and prevent, uh, I'm, I'm excuse me, Roseanne Boylan, and prevent Lila Morris from beating her to death by holding a crutch in both hands up in front of him like this mm-hmm. and blocking, trying to block the blows of this five foot baton that she was beating this unconscious woman in the head and ribs with. Um, and for that, of course, they're trying to give him felonies, assaulting police officers, everything else. But on wow. the stand, um, Lila Morris kind of had to admit that that was not the way she'd been trained to use a baton. It was against police policy. She never really came in contact with Mr. Coffee. He never really hit her. I mean, all of these falsehoods just keep coming out in court over mm-hmm. and over and over again, revealing the initial perjuries of these officers during the January 6th committees. Right. This is perjury, okay? So you, Absolutely. You're supposed to go to jail for this. Yeah. Um, we, we found at least four different officers now who have perjured themselves on the stand. The other officer in this case who was interviewed, turns out uh, he actually discharged his own personal firearm in a civic involvement and was, you know, basically had issues about the proper use of that weapon and, and what happened. I mean, these are 
these are not exactly lily white officers, you know, with spotless records. They've all had problems. Bird right. had been counseled many times, left his gun, a loaded gun in a restroom inside oh my the cabin. Word. I mean, yeah, these are some these are some not so competent people, and they did not so competent things that resulted in death and injury that day. And mm-hmm. and for that, they get to go to the Super Bowl, get lauded by the White House. Uh, and re- and face no charges whatsoever for what in my case is at a minimum manslaughter, uh, mm-hmm. possibly as as high as second degree murder. I absolutely agree. I mean, there should be charges filed. There is no doubt in my mind. And I, how how do you get away? You know, I know he said the officer that shot Ashley Babbitt said he felt like his life was threatened. They weren't even able to reach him. And he was, all you see in the video, the video that I've seen is hit. You can't even see his face until after he leaves the area. He's around behind something. And all you see is the gun come out and get fired through a barrier, a door where Ashley Babbitt happened to be standing. I think the problem here is, uh, is the most, I call it the mosaic puzzle. For almost three years now, you've been seeing bits and pieces. You know, mm-hmm. when I was a child, my mom used to read me this poem about the blind men who tried to to tell each other what the elephant was like, right? And one says, no, it's <laughs> right. long and skinny. No, it's this brushy. It's got hair on the end of it. Everybody feels a different part of the elephant because nobody could see the entirety of it. Right. Um, because they were blind. And we have mm-hmm. been blind, not because of our vision, but because of our government. Right. Because of their intentional withholding of this evidence, this, oh, it's too, it's too sensitive to look at. I bet it is. I bet it's really sensitive. Yeah. Uh, I bet it's so sensitive people might go to prison for what they did that day and mm-hmm. not, not the protesters. Right. Um, and so for a long time, we've been blind and we've been feeling little bits and pieces. We've been showing you bits of video. You've been seeing the mainstreams, you know, flash freeze frames of things to make it look violent. And we show you the entire video where you see people protecting themselves and other innocent bystanders. Mm-hmm. And um, this new video that just came out that David Sumrall and a whole team of people have worked literally for years gathering this evidence and finally put it in a chronological form mm-hmm. so that you're not you're not jumping back and forth and seeing freeze. You're actually seeing things happen as they begin around 11, 12 o'clock, that actually even earlier than that, as the day develops, Trump speaking, you see right. the crowd, you see that Trump is still talking when violence is breaking out of the Capitol. He hadn't even said go to the Capitol yet. And so for <laughs> yeah. the first time, you begin to see things in the sequence in which they happen and not the rearranged and doctored videos. And these videos have been doctored. We have clear evidence of them changing timelines adding audio, reducing or removing audio. These, these videos have been tampered with. How, they, can, they should never be introduced as evidence because they are tampered evidence. And by mm-hmm. the way, that's a crime as well. Just yes, it is. Tampering with crime. evidence is a Tampering crime. Tampering with evidence is obstruction of justice. Yep. All of these witness tampering, all of these things, the, the DOJ has been wantonly doing without any penalty whatsoever. Um, right. And and that's why we are standing here with this high conviction rate and with this different attitude about how are we going to go through this um, this pogrom of January 6th, which we know is just a symptom of the larger persecution. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not just about January 6th, folks. It's all about conservative Judeo-Christian ethical thought. That's what it's about. 
Yep. Um, it's about you, you know, we don't want you to protest when we show your kids pornography in school. We don't want you to get upset when we have, you know, a 40-year-old man expose himself to your eight-year-old child during some crazy, you know, event that you're stupid enough to take your kids to. We don't want yeah. to hear uh, about your complaints about having to take vaccines and dying from spike protein I- injuries. We mm-hmm. don't want to hear about your concern that, you know, we're killing babies. We just don't want to hear that. Yeah. Um, and those are the people that these guys are meeting in jail. I've said it before. If you go to my site at J6 Patriot News, go to the interview section, listen to these interviews, especially the one I did with Zach Rail. He will tell you the type of people they're meeting in the prison. It's the doctors. It's abortion protesters. It's moms and dads who got, who basically got in a fight during a school board meeting. Oh, these you mean the, the you mean the terrorists? Yeah, the terror, the domestic terrorists, right? Yes. These are the people that that are being placed in these prisons. These are the people that are being arrested, harassed by the FBI and every other three-letter agency that the mm-hmm. federal government can bring against you. And I'm I'm a gas that the American people are sitting still for it. I I don't understand why I don't hear a greater outcry. I, I do understand why Congress doesn't do it. Um, they're they're basically impotent at this point. Um, yeah, I, I see no. Well, I think I see I no think rescue big, there. Do you? Yeah. No. 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 Not at all. But I think a lot of the uh, silence from the American people, especially even on the conservative side, are the fact that they all they've seen is mainstream media stuff about J six. They haven't been able to hear you and people like you. They haven't been able to see, you know, to actually get real facts instead of the doctored facts that you were just talking about. If they got the real facts, I think a lot more people would be really outraged. Well, I'll just say it right out. You know, I, I, all these facts are available to you folks. They're out on my Telegram channel, on my Mm. Facebook page or out on my Rumble page. Look for America Gulag Chronicles. Look for, for pound letters from prison on the hashtag. You'll find us. But the problem is we have a small following because we are literally shadow banned out of the out of the social media community. Uh, Getter and Truth are pretty good. Telegram, okay. although we're being I see my Telegram post appearing in court hearings. Okay, they're Mm -hmm. they're watching and, and basically spying on everything you say and do hoping to find some tidbit that they can use to bolster their narrative. And so really, we don't have clean platforms to work from. I I get shadow hit. I mean, our new video, um, J6, the real timeline, the one I was just talking about, by the Mm -hmm. way, let me just throw it in there. Go to open.inc, open.inc slash J6, or go to stophate.com and watch this video. It's one hour long. When it's done, you will have seen what happened on January 6th. Then you can make decisions for yourself. There's a lot of other documentaries out there on Stop Hate. You're mm-hmm. also going to find documentaries and interviews that I've done with people who really tell you what happened at j6patriotnews.com. Get informed. Just quit listening to the lies. I mean, you're exactly. you congressmen are lying to you. Uh, yeah. You got to learn the truth yourself. And that's why the book, okay? So that's... That's kind of how the book came about. I was writing to these guys and they're writing me back truth. Mm-hmm. And um, I think sometimes you can tell, certainly when you speak to people, you know, about the demeanor, whether they're like shining you on or coming up with a story. Right. But when you hear the same story told in the same way over and over again by so many different people, you begin to put some veracity to it. Correct. Um, and their letters were the same way. The letters that were coming back to us as we wrote these people through the Patriot Mail Project, and that's patriotmailproject.com. 
uh, please go out there, find a prisoner in your state, write them, tell them you support them, keep them connected with the American uh, civic community and patriots. Absolutely. I wrote one of these letters. I got a letter back that was just so horrific in its description of what was happening that um, that I thought other people need to see this. I published it. I started publishing all the letters I was getting back and other people who read them started sending me their letters that they were getting back. And pretty soon we had a flood of mail, not only going to the prison from Patriots out here, but coming back out of the prison to those Patriots, telling them what was going on, what happened that day, why they went, what they saw, what's being done mm -hmm. to them, how the courts are behaving. I mean, this is raw truth. Right. Um, and we've been publishing those for over a year until the volume got so big that it and, and again, remember, we're in the shadow ban world, right? I mean, I have mm -hmm. a few thousand followers. That's probably all we'll ever get. When this movie that we just did launched, it hit 2.4 million views, and then X immediately put warnings on it, and it just stopped. It should have had wow. 30 million views, and it just stopped. So anybody tells you that Elon Musk is not still censoring, uh, that's a damn lie. So anyway, <laughs> we had to get beyond this wall. There was right. just there was no way around it. We had to get out of this wall. And I thought about you can't really you you can put up a wall, but I can throw a book over it. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we these, look, we put these letters. The first uh, year was represented in that first book you talked about letters from prison, mm -hmm. uh, and it covered from September where these some of these people had already been in jail for six months. The guy I got the letter from, his first letters in that first part of the book, that that four page letter that. Um, that, that ended my retirement and, and created Furious Tim. And I urge you to read it because it's a travesty of American justice that an American war hero, three, decor three times decorated for valor, worked all over the world in the worst places you can imagine, on a, a U.S. Army Ranger and then a U.S. Army Green Beret and then a Green Beret instructor. Um, and this man sits in a federal prison right now over three years without trial. These Disgusting. are the... These are the things that are disgusting that we should never see in America that that stain. Right. They stain the fidelity of our country. They mm -hmm. truly do. They they impoverish the blood that has been shed for us. Um, yep, absolutely. And for us to stand and watch it and say nothing. My friends, if you have seen this, if you have read the book, if you have listened to my interviews and you say nothing, silence is complicit. That's right. Absolutely so these is. letters. The book, um, we had a twofold purpose with the book. Mission one was message because mm -hmm. these letters had stopped coming to Dear Tim and Dear Terry and Dear Barbara. They were coming to Dear America, Dear American Patriots, Dear Patriot Family. And so um, they, needed to, they needed to reach their intended um, addressee, which was the American public. And so the first right. book, Letters from Prison, covered one year in the life of 35 of these prisoners, men and women. And uh, many of them veterans, many of them war heroes, many of them decorated war heroes. And they basically tell you the truth. And it's beautifully illustrated. Um, you're going to find that the, the confinement brings out some amazing qualities in people, artistic ability, storytelling, reminiscence of their lives, stories of, of why they went that day because of who they are and what they had learned in life. And, and some will even tell you that God called them to come that mm -hmm. day. They felt called and driven. Um, that it was their purpose in life, that they had been born for this meaning. And sometimes I kind of feel that way, too, that I had no idea for the first 65 years of my life why I was really born other than to live a good life and have a family and do all the things most people do. But I do believe that we're born for a reason. That We when absolutely country, are. When our destiny 
is is to save a country when you are called you must answer america you must mm-hmm. answer and so these letters are a call to action um i thought the first year would would have an impact we would be so much further along but here we are entering year three and so book two was necessary um it, it covered the second year and now these men were all over the country if you go to my j6patriotnews.com website, please click on jail updates. You'll see a map of the United States with stick pins all over it. Every stick pin represents an American patriot being jailed for January 6th. And this should wow. this should never happen. This should never happen in our country. And one of those men who is a very uh, a young man in his prime with beautiful has a beautiful daughter that was just recently born before he was arrested. His name is Kyle Fitzsimons. His artwork and his stories and his words figure prominently in both books, uh, simply because he is a patriot. He's one of these people that was born a patriot and he doesn't know how to be anything else but. Mm. Um, and I'd like to read you one of the letters that he wrote. It was in August of 2023, so it's not that far away. It's just okay. uh, just before he was transferred to the prison here in Florida, where I live, where he's serving his time. Uh, and the BOP will not let me visit him. They've denied my visitation request. I'm evidently a threat to the good operation of the facilities because I'm a 68-year-old minister. Yeah, you look, so, you look scary. You look scary. I am a scary person. Yeah, <laughs> But I'd like to read you Kyle's letter. Oh, please um, do. Kyle's writing to, to one, of his, one of his supporters by the name of Michelle. And this was August 12th of 2023. Dearest Michelle, howdy from the D.C. Gulag. Uh, my apologies for not reaching out lately. I think I finally suffered from grief overload. I really just wanted to shut down socially. It was tough to just basically see my entire life scrapped heat, and it'll still be some years before I can attempt to rebuild. I was sentenced to seven years. Very biblical feel to that number. With good time, 30 months already served, programming in Halfway House, I am almost maybe midway through my time inside. We are hearing the men are not being warehoused by the Bureau of Prisons anywhere near where they should be. Kelly Meggs was supposed to head to Florida, but is now in Philadelphia. Stuart Rhodes is in Maryland when he was supposed to go to Texas. James McGrew is in Allentine, PA, when he was headed to Mississippi. This really is alarming for me now that I'm homeless, as I really think getting kicked around the country my entire life would be pretty terrible. I'm trying to land in Florida where my parents live and hoping for Coleman FCI. My daughter, Holly, just had a birthday party, and it was held at the beach, a mermaid rainbow party. I got her a storybook about Noah's Ark and the rainbow. That's a real good one to start kids on. Yeah, there you go. Michelle, I'm still hung up over what to tell her when she asks where I am. She's so bright. She needs something that will satisfy her curiosity. I'm trying to write her a fairy tale that's fun for a little one, but becomes more profound as age of understanding is reached. Something that rhymes with my experience. I really don't want to explain too much, and I I hope plenty of folks like you can fill her in on all that has happened. With Trump himself, now a J6 defendant, we are hoping more comes out about that day and the 2020 election. In my case, more video has now been made public, which calls into question testimony that was given at my trial. I have hope for an appeal now. Right now, the Proud Boys are housed with us, awaiting their sentences. With the DOJ swinging for the fences, I expect they'll be handled as roughly as the Oath Keepers were. All this as more and more Biden family corruption comes out. Are we headed for an impeachment yet? Michelle, thank you 
for all the letters you wrote to me and the other men going through this. I'm shipping out of here real soon, maybe just hours from departure. I wanted to reach out a last time from here to say how it meant a great deal to hear from folks like you on the outside. Thank you for your care. As they come for your light bulbs, your gas stoves, your gasoline vehicles, remember, don't give up the ship. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. When I get someplace more permanent, I'll drop you a line. Kyle Fitzsimons from the cells of the D.C. Department of Corrections. This is The Art of Confinement, book number two. It is beautifully illustrated um, by the men themselves, by my fantastic editor, Marie Goodwin. You'll see the actual letters. You'll see the transcripts. You'll hear their words. You'll see their testimony. You'll look at their pictures, and you'll try and understand what it's like to be jailed for something that you have a firm belief was the right thing to do. Um, All the proceeds from these books, both book one and book two, go to help these men and women and their families to keep them alive, to sustain their families. You have no idea how much it means to these men to know that somebody is looking out for their families while they have been taken away from being the breadwinner, the father, the the head of household, the strong person or the mother or the grandmother. Um, And so knowing that, that people out here are taking care of them means something. You may be afraid to get in this fight any other way, but if you buy one of these books, you have joined the fight because that mm. money will go to help these people. It goes to a nonprofit organization. We are 100% transparent. All of our financials can be viewed quarterly at the American Gulag Chronicles.org. And I urge you to get in the fight. This is an easy way to do it. You'll have a piece of history in your hands, a beautiful book to show your children and your grandchildren and your friends. And you can share truth this way. You can be in the fight without actually getting bloodied. Uh, I urge you to do something because one of the men that I respect greatly who sits in a prison here in Florida by the name of Jeremy Brown, another retired Green Beret, constantly tells me when we speak, America, don't do nothing. And uh, where? tell everybody where they can get these books. Please go to lettersfromprison.com. Dot us and you can get to the books that way or you can go to our website at j6patriotnews.com stay abreast of what's going on our, the letters that we get land there almost days after their arrival you're going to hear the news you're going to understand birthdays give an opportunity to write these people hear the latest things about their trials we keep you updated on what's happening in this j6 uh, community and this j6 battle and give you all kinds of different ways to get involved safe ways And if you're a little bold like us, even more dangerous ways to stand up for this country and for these men and women as they stood up for us on January 6th. Well, and here's the way I look at it. I mean, a lot of these people are veterans. They've already stood up for us. And we as the American people need to find a way to stand up for them. That's the way I look at it. I mean, I'm a patriot at heart. I have never served in the military, but I love our military. And the people that have served and sacrificed and done all the things they've done for this country and for our freedoms. And man, I'm telling you, it's time for us to stand up for them. They've, they've already done it for us. They've already served. Now it's time for us to do our part, in my opinion. Well, we've, my wife and I adopted immediately after getting into this fight, we adopted three veterans. Um, uh, uh, one of those, the green beret that I spoke about, uh, Jer, uh, Jeffrey 
McKellop, the first person mm -hmm. I wrote a letter to, and two Marines, uh, one of who was suffering from blood poisoning from the Camp Lejeune water and who still yeah. now has, has, a, has an advanced stage of, of uh, blood cancer because of that and because of his lack of medical care for over three years in the Gulag. Um, this is, these are really important things to do. If you really support your country, if you really support your veterans, you can adopt one of these men and women. You can go to AmericanPatriotRelief.com uh, and get involved there. They'll actually help you adopt one of these men and women for as much money as you'd like to put aside every month. We fill their commissaries. We keep their tablets going so they can communicate with their families and their attorneys. We send them food packages and prisons that allow us to do that. We try and keep these men and women alive and healthy so that when they return to the fight, they will be ready to go. Uh, and we sustain their families as well. So you can really get involved here. So easy. Just just go to j6patriotnews.com. Choose one of those organizations on our front page or join our fight with us. Buy these books. Adopt a prisoner. Get involved. Don't do nothing. Absolutely. And, you know, we always, <laughs> we as Americans, we're spoiled. I'm going to tell you right now. We're spoiled because we have enjoyed the prosperity of this nation but how was that prosperity paid for by the blood of veterans those that have served and i mean we have national holidays for that very reason for like memorial day veterans day all of these things for a reason it's to it's not just just have a three-day weekend or an, and have a barbecue it's to remember those that have served and have sacrificed literally everything so yes. that we can have this country that we love. And it's, it's disgusting to me that it's the place it's in. Well, remember that during those times you're talking about when all these sacrifices were made by warriors, there was also people here on the home front that Absolutely. were keeping the things going, that were manufacturing the parts that needed, packing the yep. food that they needed, working overtime. Where is that American spirit today? That's what mm -hmm. you need to revive, America. You need to find that within yourself, that you don't have to be on the front lines, but you have to be involved. Be mm -hmm. a poll worker. Get involved in election planning. Try and, and better, you know, vet the people who are running in your county and your local cities. Make sure they're constitutionalists. Start local, and it builds national. That's but right. do something, for God's sakes. Standing and watching this, uh, if you can watch this train wreck, and then still be able to look in your children and your grandchildren's eyes and explain to them why you're fitting them for shackles, um, then, then, then you're a stronger person than me because I could not do that. And that's why I'm in this mm -hmm. fight. Um, it's the right thing to do, but it's also what we do for our children and our grandchildren. You cannot Absolutely. leave this for them, America. We've lived good lives. We've been blessed by the prosperity of this country, like you said, Roddy. We cannot abandon the next generation and take that mm -hmm. away from them because of our laziness, our lack of courage. Yep. Be brave. Show this is <laughs> this is the land of the free, but only if it's the home of the brave. That's correct. And you know, it's not just those that are in the military that serve, their families serve as well. Their families sacrifice their time with their loved one uh, when they're overseas or doing whatever they're doing. They sacrifice a lot as well because they don't have that time with their loved one. Those kids don't have their father for large chunks of time. And the sacrifice goes right down the line, not just the one that enlisted, but their family sacrifices as well.
But those were willing sacrifices. Imagine yes. how much worse yes. it is when these are unwilling sacrifices. I, right. I've been saying recently that sacrifice is sometimes unavoidable because that's what it feels like here. But necessary. Mm -hmm. It's necessary because how else would we have brought attention to the deplorable state of our prisons, to the ridiculous behaviors of our Department of Justice, to the deep corruption within our administrations? How could mm -hmm. we have done that if not for these sacrifices? Yeah. And these families are truly suffering. That's one of the things that we don't speak about enough is the the collateral damage that this government has done to innocence is yeah. is, is, is evil. I'm sorry, there's no other it word is. for it. It's You're evil. absolutely right. Um and, and if we're if we're good People, I don't care if you're Judeo-Christian ethical or not. If you're a good person and you're an American, you have to fight evil. Always. That's right. Evil will Always. never rest. and Good must not as well. Mm -hmm. That's right. We've got, you know, that <laughs> all it takes for evil to succeed is for good men to do nothing. And, uh, and we've seen you know, a lot of good men do nothing. Are we not? Yes. I mean, yes, absolutely. It's time to do something. <laughs> right. And, it, you know. And like you said, it's not that hard. You, I mean, you've you've talked about many ways that people can help, be involved, and you know, just buying the books That's is it. helping. You know, you're involved in. You've got skin in the game, and uh, you know, you somehow we've got to help these people. We have to, because our government's not going to do it. Well, I could tell you that you can start. Although I don't have faith in our government, I do believe that they are they hold the levers of power. Right. And so if you have a pencil and paper handy, I'm going to give you a phone number. You can call this phone number. It's the congressional switchboard. You can give them your zip code and ask to speak to your representative or ask to speak to the speaker of the house. Or ask to speak to anybody you want. It's your house. They work for That's you. Right. You're That's the employer. Right. They're the employee. Are you mm -hmm. ready for that number? 202-224-3100. I'll give it to you again. 202 224-3121. That is your congressional switchboard. If you do the 225-3121, you'll get the Senate switchboard, but either of those switchboards will get you to anybody you want to speak to in the Capitol. Uh, and I urge you to speak your mind. These people work for you. If you had an employee that wasn't showing up for work or showed up and, you know, and didn't sweep the floor and left stuff all over the place, you'd have to have an employee counseling session because that employee's not doing <laughs> what they're supposed to be doing. That well, is absolutely correct. Personal employee counseling session. If you have to mm -hmm. do it by leaving a message, don't stop. Leave your message. Um, yep. Every message that gets sent there, th those people see that as maybe 100 or 200 people feel that way. If a thousand mm -hmm. people call now, they're thinking a hundred thousand people think that way. If yep. two hundred thousand people call now, they're convinced millions think that way, and they're uh, they don't really want to tune the resume. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> That's a fact. That is a fact. They're all about keeping their jobs. So, so let's let's make sure they do their jobs. If you want to keep your job, you must do your job. And the American right. people need to call them to task. We've been we've been too lazy, Roddy. We really have. We've been too lazy. Mm -hmm. We've watched it happen. We've said nothing. We haven't showed up. And on January 6th, people showed up. And that scared the living bejesus out of the folks who really want to change this country. And they're mm -hmm. doing everything they can to make you and I fearful of it. But I will yep. not be cowed. I will not be afraid because I'm an American. And nobody right. else should be afraid either. Whatever comes, comes. But it comes at the price of freedom. That's right.
Yeah, I mean, our forefounders, our founding fathers, sacrificed literally everything to found this country. They they sacrificed. Yeah, they sacrificed many of them their lives. They sacrificed their riches, their homes, their land, their reputations. Never their sacred honor. Never their sacred honor. Bingo! Right there, they never quit, and they didn't stop until it was done. And that's what we need to do. Everybody in this country who believes, who was born in this country, who has a a love for this country, who remembers saluting the flag and saying the pledge and singing God bless America and America the beautiful. Anybody who remembers how we honored this country, you owe it back now. Now is the time to pay the interest. Absolutely right. Absolutely correct. And uh, I'm just glad. (laughs) doesn't matter how you got in this fight. I'm glad you're in it. <laughs> and I'm glad the people that you've gotten in contact with are in it as well. Uh, other organizations. I'm, I'm glad for each and every one of you. Well, I'm glad that all your audience heard it because now they're, they're in it too. Now you there remember you silence is complicit. You've been informed. Now you need to get involved. Everybody well, can yeah. do something. Everybody can do something. Absolutely. And that's, you know, there's a reason that we named this podcast, We the People. Because I believe in our Constitution, I believe in our Bill of Rights, and I believe in the freedoms that we've enjoyed in this country. And if we give them up, we'll never get them back. So we need to do everything we can. I'm going to give you the anecdote to your We the People label. It's We the People must be me the people. Absolutely. You're right. Because each one of us has a say. And if we don't speak up, then we have nothing to complain about in my book. That's right. We is made of a lot of me's, right? Yes, it is. That's a, there's a lot of me's make up we. You, I like that. <laughs> so it's me, the people. It's me, the yep. people. And then Absolutely. it's we, the people. Absolutely so, right. Rodney, you Absolutely do a great right. job here, you know, bringing truth. This is so important because it's not getting out any other way. And even if we have a smaller, if we have a smaller audience than Tucker Carlson, if one person hears what we have to say, mission accomplished. Absolutely. Um, mission, One person at a time, one person at a time. And Tim, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for, you know, staying in this fight and for expanding the fight. And uh, man, okay, people, you've heard lots of ways to get involved tonight. So don't, don't just sit and do nothing. We can all do something. Even if it's just the purchase of a book or both books, we can all do something to be involved in this fight. So for me, Rodney, and the We The People podcast, and for our guest, Tim Rivers, I we appreciate you. We, God bless this country. God bless our patriots that are in these federal prisons, and uh, let's help them out any way we can. So that's all we have for you tonight. Tim, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing what you're involved in and that others can get involved, and I pray they do. Yeah. God bless thank you, you guys. You bet. Have a good night.